Welcome to Coming Home, Returning to the Kingdom Within, where liberation and redemption of self through God's word, healing, and restoration is our focus. Going through a season of stripping is not fun, and just because you know what's happening doesn't make it any easier. The Bible tells us in James chapter 1, verse 2, that when troubles of any kind come our way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. But let's be honest, because we're human, that's not the thing we hold on to during those days after our lives are suddenly turned upside down. Now, my accident was not the jump off of my stripping, but it was certainly the culmination of this season for me. And in the days since, I've struggled. Things got dark for me because I felt like God had thrown me into the deep and left me. I was mad at God because my stripping left my heart exposed. Every heartbreak, disappointment, my fears, shame, and insecurities were on full display in the midst of my demolition and I had no idea what to do next. So I started with a heart-to-heart with Jesus that went something like this. Lord, I'm at my wit's end and I need help. I've tried it my way and I've gotten myself caught in a cycle of misguided decisions, heart hurt, and disappointments. I'm ashamed at how I've kept you at a distance for so long when I knew you only wanted the best for me. I didn't trust you to protect me, nor did I trust your love for me because I believed you were no different than the people who rejected, abandoned, and used me. But I want to trust you now, Lord. I want to do this your way. Order my steps and lead me on the path of righteousness, joy, and peace. Afterward, I took stock of my life. I looked at what I had left, what was going right, what was going wrong, and what was missing. As I did this, I had to admit to myself that I was not only in need of Jesus, but I needed therapy too. I have since taken the steps to get the help that I need to move forward. Even in the midst of my darkest days, those nights when I told God I would be okay if he didn't wake me up in the morning, he reminded me of his plans for me. You know the verse, right? Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. We hear this verse so often quoted, especially in times like these when we need the encouragement. But have you really looked deeper at this verse? Have you looked at the several verses that come after that? Verses 12 through 14 says the following. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Notice first that it says plans with the nest. I'll come back to that point in a moment. Then God says, you will call on me. Pray to me and I will listen. You will seek me and I will be found by you and bring you back from captivity. But you have to do it with all your heart. 
When I got quiet enough to listen and stop panicking about being in the unknown, this is what God revealed to me about these verses. God knew us while we were still formless. And during that time, he made plans for us. Not just one plan, but plans within his ultimate plan for us, which is why he formed us in the womb. What is the ultimate plan, you ask? God's ultimate plan for us is to remember our first love, him, our creator, our source. And within this plan are other plans that allow us to be reflections of God's character on earth so that we ultimately serve as beacons of light, helping others to remember God and walk in their own freedom. Because this is God's ultimate plan, this is why we have to seek him with our whole hearts. We can't find God and experience the kingdom within if our hearts are full of sin and self-condemnation. Then there are the promises that God gives us in these verses. God promises that he will hear us, that we will find him, and that we will be freed from captivity. These are guarantees from God, but we have to be active participants. God had cracked me wide open with this revelation. That deep, unknown place that I had landed in was exactly where I was supposed to be. It was like being rebirthed and remembering the entire messy, gory process as I actively took part. Are you at a place in your journey where you are questioning the process you're going through? Are you at a point where you feel like giving up? Maybe you're wondering about God's plans for you. Know that God hears you no matter how you choose to communicate with him, and he is right there with you. Every day that you wake up is God telling you, I've got you. You're good. I also want to encourage you to seek professional help when you need it. Don't be afraid or ashamed to seek the help. It's a form of wise counsel. The faster we admit our limitations, the quicker we are able to heal. Self-care and resting in God is so important to our health, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Your journey with God is extremely personal and wholly unique to you. Your story may not be the same as mine, but you could probably relate all the same. Know that you are not alone. You are not the only one out here journeying back home and rediscovering yourself in the process. It may be dark now, but don't stop going. The light is just up ahead. You have been listening to Coming Home, Returning to the Kingdom Within. Join me every other Monday night for new episodes and questions that help guide you back to the person God created you to be.